Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. What is that? Awkward thing that will never stop being awkward for you. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up? Whoa, geez. Woof. Okay, hey. So uh, BuzzFeed, I love me some BuzzFeed. I don't know how they just keep creating like fun content all the time. Yeah. Um, there was a BuzzFeed list of 14 awkward things that everyone does, but nobody talks about. And it's super relatable. And I was thinking, you know, like, let's celebrate awkward moments because everybody has them. Awkward moments. Awkward moments. Okay. So, for example, I'll give you some examples. And people, if you're thinking of any in your own life, 651-641-1071. Okay. Number one, when everybody's singing happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Awkward. It's so awkward. I just hate. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. When everybody's attention is on you and you don't know what to do. Do you dance? Like, do you sit there smiling awkwardly? It's. I mean, the only thing you can't dance. Who's dancing? Do not dance. When people are singing you happy birthday, you dance. Well, I don't <laughs> like, know. What people do you do? do weird things like conduct <laughs> them or like, you know, you feel weird. You know how I am. I'm, I never know what to do with my arms. Yeah. That's to me like an awkward moment. Just like just having, having arms. arms. Awkward so moment. Awkward. <laughs> okay, how about this? When you're walking back to the group after your turn in bowling, like you throw the ball and then you have to turn back and do that walk back to the group. That's Everybody's awkward. Like, wow, you really you're you just you can bowl. Ball. Uh when the cashier at the grocery store says I can help the next person but you're still putting your change away or grabbing the stuff you bought. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially when they put the change in your hand, Funky. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Hopefully they're not. I don't know. I'm not trying well, to touch no hands. Well, yeah. Not right now. But like in general, yeah. how do you like to well, accept the change Well, they need to do it correctly. Hand? There's yeah. a right way and a wrong way. Yeah, and the so correct that's... way is to count back change. And you start with the nickels and dimes. And then you get to the bills. Because if you do it the other way around, which everybody seems to do, you don't realize that the change is going to go flying everywhere. I'm so glad you also if you're counting back change correctly, you always start with the smallest denominations first. Thank you. Oh, it's so awkward. It's so if if you if you have if your total was four ninety five and you gave me a five dollar bill. Yep. I'm gonna give you five cents and I count it back to you. Five. (laughs) <laughs> I realized that didn't. That's not a good example. Not a good example, but fine, whatever. Here's Ten dollar bill. Here's so your then, nickel. 
nickel, then the $5 there bill. There you go. Mm-hmm. And yes, like you said, Bradley, do not put the coins on top of the bills. Yeah. Because that's a recipe for disaster. And Holly- I, I blame really a lot of... No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Hyperbolic oh. joke. Okay. Holly, um, do we have any phone calls yet? We have Mary on the line. Let's, uh, let's talk to Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, what is that super awkward moment? Oh, my heavens. My daughter got married a couple years ago, and it was me, ex-husband number one, her dad, Mm. ex-husband number two, and all their family. Mm. Oh, that is awkward. It's a little awkward. That is, was it awkward? It was, you know, they all loved me. It was so funny. They're like, so tell me about, and... It was absolutely fabulous, but it was so weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Totally oh, weird. I do not and envy that. Ex-husband number one then kissed me at the bar, and I'm like, "Okay, now uh, we're really getting awkward." Yeah, bingo. That, that is like, super awkward. I'm like, "Where's your wife?" Well, oh God. Okay. Okay, All Mary. Right. Just I feel. Awkward. Are we on? Like, are you on the awkward. Real Housewives, Mary? <laughs> No, I should be. Yeah. But heavens, it was so weird. It's thanks, like, thanks for your you're call, Mary. Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so bizarre. <laughs> thanks, Mary. We did get an email who's from uh, Melissa who said, awkward. The bathroom here in the office is next to the boss's office. Oh. oh. I never know what to do when a plunging experience happens. Excuse me? What is a plunging experience? Like when you like plunge yourself or She says it's a unisex bathroom. It's a unisex bathroom. I don't know. Um, can I tell you what is really awkward as a well, and I don't know, I'm assuming there's a lady equivalent, but imagine because you know how men we have to <clears throat> we don't have to, but we have the option of uh relieving ourselves standing oh, yeah. up mm-hmm. next to other people. Mm-hmm. Imagine like the head of your. You don't even get paid a hundred dollars to do that. I know, right? It's free. <laughs> Imagine you're like the president <gasps> of your corporation, <gasps> like relieving himself right next to you when you're like not very high in the organ. Like there is just a really weird, bizarre. awkward power dynamic of like you know, like when you're a captive, yeah, standing next, and it's not like you're in a stall where at least. Once you close the door, you can pretend that you're in a different place. It's like, do, 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 I can see you out of the corner of my eye. I think, okay, so here's the female equivalent of that, kind of, sort of, not exactly. But it's that um, in the in the women's bathroom, even though we're in our own separate stalls, oftentimes you know who the other person is in the room. Yeah. So... Like, for example, when Holly and I go into the bathroom together, we talk. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just is, like, fine. And yeah. I don't think anything Plus of it. Plus, the talking sort of masks the, you know, Experience. ambient also, noise. Holly and I have, like, lived in the same hotel room before. Mm-hmm. So, like, we just are fine. Like, it's fine. Yeah. We have fine. that it's intimacy. Fine. It's fine. It's all fine. But when there's, no pun intended, but when there's somebody who you kind of know, but not really well, then you have that, this is the awkward thing. That dance of like, are we gonna are we gonna pee chat or are we gonna keep it quiet or are we well, gonna wait till we get out what and if then somebody has to do something. Well, see, else? that's the thing. That's another awkward dance in the bathroom. 
Mm-hmm. For everybody, I think. Yeah. Right? Because you don't want to do that when everybody else is there. But some people, this is why, like, to me, like, there's just an <laughs> etiquette. I love that we cannot get off this topic. <laughs> well, it's all your fault. <laughs> Not really. Is um, There's an etiquette where I would maintain that when somebody has entered the space, unless it's like a, unless it's like the state fair where there's like 50 stalls, like then it's, you know, it's like. You just blend every, in with every, the barnyard animals. Every man it's for fine. themselves. Every experience for themselves. <laughs> but if it's like two or three or it's a more intimate experience, I would say it's courteous to maybe hold off on a an evacuation experience until somebody <laughs> has left the room. Mm-hmm. Right? So that because because to me, if somebody started to do that while I was there, I would have to hold back laughter because it's just so I mean, it's ne- it's totally normal. It's natural. It's all those things. But it's just like, you know, you're both sitting there hearing that experience. Right. How can you not find it amusing? Bathrooms are actually, to me, one of the weirdest yeah. social experiences. It's well, awkward. It just is And then awkward. you think about ancient Roman bathroom, public bathrooms. Do you know they literally sat next to each other? Oh, yeah. No divider. Oh, yeah. No, it was literally like a bench. Yeah. Of marble with just holes. Yeah. And they would just sort of sit there like you would sit there. <laughs> like, hey, Bob. Yeah. Oh, how's it going? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I want to get off of the potty right now. I want to tell you other awkward things. Um, do, we do have a caller on oh, the good, line. Let's and do she that. will shift us away from oh, thank the you. current topic. Kimberly is with you. us. Hello, Kimberly. What is that super awkward moment for you? Hi. Hi. My name is Kimberly. And I was dating a man 10 years younger than me. He was 21. I was 31. And we showed up at his mother's birthday party, and everybody thought I was his mother. No. Oh, God. No, that's so awkward. (laughs) Oh, Kimberly. I'm sorry for that. that. I think that was kind of the night it all Ended. That was the beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kimberly, yeah. I'm sorry that awkward moment happened for you. Have a good day. Um, I love this one because this one is so of the moment. And then we'll say an awkward goodbye after I tell you this. Uh, one of the s- seven awkward moments from this BuzzFeed article, that moment when everyone has already said goodbye on a Zoom call and everybody's trying to leave the like, meeting. Like, hurry up, get off, get off, get off, get off. Because you're just like twice. standing there like. Ugh. Yeah, and you're like. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye. You're like holding your face like so that. Still bye. (laughs) All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I've got some uh, Corona time TV and I'm not talking about the beer. I'm obviously talking about the COVID experience. Um, Some of the new ways that TV is being made during this time of Corona. We'll talk about it when we come back on my talk 1071. We all know that television is going to change a little bit, at least in the short term, in terms of how they're able to film shows and what the shows are actually about, all because of coronavirus. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And I wanted to tell you about two different projects uh one that i believe is actually done and one that is just getting started um and one of those is called love in the time of coronavirus have you heard about this i've heard of it but i i've not watched it so 
this is a um, this is a a TV show or a, like kind of a documentary style show, but it is about people and the way that they love in co- the time of coronavirus. That sounded gross. It doesn't mean it's not gross. But what the the way that they um, filmed it is they actually used, among others, Leslie Odom Jr. and his real life wife, Nicolette Robinson. And this is a freeform original show called Love in the Time of Corona, and it premieres this Saturday at eight o'clock. It's a love actually type limited series mm. that follows several different people in couples or not in couples and how they experience love during the corona coronavirus pandemic. But the thing is that these are characters that they're playing. So the genius thing that they did here is they found like Leslie Odom Jr. and his actual real life wife, who's also an actress, Nicolette Robinson, and they were able to play these parts. Interesting. They play a married couple who's in the midst of deciding whether or not they want to have a second child during lockdown. They filmed the show in their actual L.A. home. They used the social distance guiding the social distancing guidelines. They ended up hiring uh, her sister, Nicolette Robinson's sister, as a production assistant, huh. um, so that she was the only one who could come into the house to adjust the cameras. It just is really fascinating to hear how creatively they have made new television for us. Yeah. Um, use like adhering to the restrictions around COVID nineteen for. I think a lot of people in this moment, it's very easy to get sidetracked by all of the things that are going wrong or all of the things that we're not doing um, the way we perhaps hoped we could be doing them. Mm-hmm. But I will say that there is a tremendous amount of innovation and, you know, um, just, I don't know, intellectual capital that people are actually employing to do things to get through this moment in a way that does give me probably more hope than maybe some other people would have in this moment. Like people are going to figure things out and it's, it's weird and it's, it would be nice if we didn't have to, but you know, adversity sometimes really does teach us how to do things in a different way that often will lead. And I think I've said this before, so I'm just repeating myself, but um, we'll probably have lessons for us or innovations that'll continue beyond um, this particular crisis that we're in right now. Absolutely. Um, the other show that I wanted to tell you about, because this to me is fascinating as well, is a new um, sketch comedy show by that stars Lily. Is her last name pronounced Singh? Lily Singh? Yeah. Okay, thank you. She will perform. It's all sketch comedy, so she'll do a range of different sketches, and she will play every character in each sketch. Well, that's cool. Sort of a one woman. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Show. Isn't that kind of genius? Tracy Ullman but what's style. yes, totally. And what's awesome about it is that you know, um, oh no, I can't remember what was awesome about it, but it was going to be good. Okay, no, um, I totally believe. Anyway, you. the the show will feature musical parodies. Um, it does not have an air date just yet, but it will be shot in her actual home with minimal crew and uh, safety procedures enforced. It, but it reminds me a little bit of how. NBC did Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And how they employed all and it just stretched it feel it felt like it stretched the imaginations of the comics on Saturday Night Live to be in their own space and find ways to manipulate the space that they were in to be the characters that they were portraying. Yeah. And then their use of technology. I just to your previous point, I think that this especially for creatives in this time especially for creatives who usually create in community, Mm -hmm. this is pushing people to get outside of their comfortable boxes of creativity. Well, I mean, we've done it on this very show. I mean, the three of us are in three different rooms. We used to be in two different rooms, and we used to spend a fair amount of time in one room together before going to um, those two separate rooms. So um, the amount of like physical space we were occupying has decreased obviously since then, but um, I don't think the quality, I mean, some would argue perhaps (laughs) the quality of the product we've been delivering has uh, suffered in some ways, but that's probably more of a a matter of taste. Um, Listen to the fourth segment of the first hour. But I would say that I think it just forced us to get comfortable doing different things. And it wasn't comfortable and easy in the beginning but it was kind of like well it's either that or you're not doing this and i think in this moment we're all like okay let's do this right in a way that we uh you know yeah i mean i and we found technological ways that actually the technology's already been there right like right. we didn't have to invent anything or like pay big bucks to get some sort of technology to help us do our show we literally just employed existing technologies to help mm-hmm. us interact and see each other and connect in ways that didn't require the physical space. And I do really quickly just want to say this because we do talk about how we're all in separate rooms. We It is important on our show for us to be able to look at each other. And so we do every day. We yeah. use Google Hangouts uh, to, to be in space with each other, even though we're in three separate rooms. So, yeah, it has pushed us all to be a little bit more creative. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, from uh, celebrating creativity to... Um, shaming D-bags. Yay! We'll tell you who our D-bags are today after this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi! 
And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is... D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. This trash story from MSN.com. Sing it. Um, Jennifer Garner's revenge romance with Bradley Cooper. What? What? So you know how those two were on a beach together once? Yeah. And everybody was like, they are such a... What? I just thought, like, yeah, I remember. So that was a thing for like a hot second. We were all like, what? And then we were like, well, we live in you know, conspiracy town over here. And very likely it's a possibility maybe that they want us to think that there's something going on between them. Ultimately, we didn't see anything after that one little incident where they shared sand. It felt like it was like they were floating it out there to see how people reacted. And we didn't perform to their liking. Exactly. And then I come across this article from MSN.com. So the Microsoft Network, Microsoft News website. Mm -hmm. And I can't find out who wrote this dumb thing, but listen to this. I mean, it literally is going to blow your mind. It's going to change your mind forever. Jennifer Garner, and it was written nine hours ago. Jennifer Garner's revenge romance with Bradley Cooper. She's known for keeping her private life private. Um, is she though? I don't think she is. Is she though? At all. Have you watched her show? Um, especially in comparison to her less discreet ex-husband. But um, last week, Jennifer oh. Garner got tongues wagging after being pictured on a very public date with her old friend Bradley Cooper. And Heat can reveal. So Heat must be the outlet that's trying to report this, but it's not capitalized. Because I don't think they mean like actual Heat. Like temperature. Right. And he can reveal that Jen's quite happy about all the attention the rumored romance is getting after the years of being seen by some as the victim in her divorce from Ben Affleck. Well, okay, maybe the all that's actually true, right? Like right. she's like, I got some attention for getting all up in a man. Uh, which, you know, she hasn't been, and Ben Affleck has been all up in Anna Diarmas. I mean, I'm saying figuratively. I don't know what they get up to in real life. I According to insiders Former coach, and this is where you know it's going to go south, right? When people mm-hmm. quote insiders, yeah. like what's an insider it's, for? It's Jennifer Garner. Yeah, well, it's her people. Yeah, but in this case, I think this is just bald faced lies. According to insiders, former co-stars Jen and Bradley have always held a torch for each other, ever since meeting on the set of Alias in two thousand one. But one of them was always in a relationship. Now, they're both single and enjoying each other's company. More than ever. Now, here's what I found interesting. The quote from one of the insiders, um, quote, there's no doubt there was and still is an attraction between Jen and Brad. When I read that, I was like, wait, are we talking about Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt? Right. Right. Like these dumb stories. But no, they're talking about. That's a good. But that's a good point. Um, says an insider close to the actress who separated from Ben 47 in 2015 amid headlines. He'd slept with their nanny. And she recently split from a businessman, blah, blah, blah. Ben was jealous whenever Bradley called. And Brad's exes weren't cool with the friendship either. What? Jen's sick of people feeling sorry for her, not just for what Ben put her through, but also because of how he's been cavorting around with this new Anna Armas person. Who? She's finding it refreshing being the one who's having fun. Who wrote this soap opera? Some lazy, lazy bot. 
on MSN.com. That is ridiculous. Isn't this like the weirdest story. Like it's not like we have not heard anything like this. No. So it's just trash lies. I don't even think it's anything that um that we should take uh you know sitting down. With- <laughs> there isn't the there isn't even a human name attached to this <laughs> story. No, I know, and I can't. But, and remember, it says and heat can reveal. Is that is there well, a is heat a magazine? There is, is a that... heat is a UK tabloid. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I did just do a very quick Google search. Uh, that's where you use the okay, search bar it. on Google and you put words in. And I because wa- I wanted to see are there any more recent pictures of them together, and there aren't. They're friends, and they met oh, at the beach. You're right. It is heatworld.com. It's on, it's on the front page of their website, Jennifer Garner's Revenge Romance. And it's literally... This is just another one of those... Oh, it's Charlotte Oliver. Oh, it, it does have a human name. Mm-hmm. She would <laughs> she say would, that. That's Charlotte. <laughs> uh, do you want to know who my D-bag is? But of course. Sia. Sia, the, the musician, I the love singer. Sia. I do too, but you know what she did? That more I than just... diamonds, more than gold. Um, oh my gosh, remember when we used to sing that? Yes. <sighs> Those were the good old days. After nine years, we Make just have some Make the beat just great... take control. We have really good memories. Um, no, Sia, because she did this um, interview on a radio show in Australia, Rise of Lights. And she did something in the middle of the interview that just is, like, so nasty. What did she do? She went to the bathroom. Oh. Well, that's natural. I mean, what do you mean, like... In the middle of an interview, and she fully flushed the toilet. Now, that's just... (laughs) I mean, I can understand in this moment trying to get away with a quick pee, but... um... You, You take care of that. You know, yeah, but we're all at home. I mean, that's fine, but like, don't flush the toilet. And certainly, now you ladies, don't you? You always tell me about how you have to like. You got to commit. You got to commit, like, because what happens if something else starts happening? Right. That would be dangerous. You got to sit and commit on an interview. Uh, she was doing a live interview on this Australian show on Nova FM's Ash Kippen Lutzy with Susie O'Neill. That's a lot of words. There's too many people named in that show. Anyway, she they called her out because she they heard the flush. They were like, "Did you just go to the bathroom?" <laughs> oh She's God. like, "Yeah, you heard me. I flushed too. I have no shame." Yeah. No. Now you've now you've gotten people's attention away from the thing that you probably wanted them to pay attention right? to which now is... everybody's just thinking about how you just peed on the radio although she's 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 an interesting person sia yeah i mean that was a minnesota interesting right sia wouldn't want to pee yeah no <laughs> i mean she's she's it doesn't surprise she, like if you had said like like who would i not expect to uh julie wee? andrews Julie Andrews, correct. <laughs> I don't yeah, really imagine classy. that Julie Andrews actually goes to the bathroom. Of course she does. Everybody does. I just feel like, I don't know, I'm probably overreacting to this, but it's the same thing as like when you're at the Target. <laughs> I love that you're reacting to this. Okay, so your D-bag today is a lady who peed. On the radio. Uh, well, she didn't pee on the radio. She, she like, she like quietly... She peed. 
Like, yeah. there's no other way to... But it's not like she was giving $100 or people were paying her $100 to... Okay, listen, I'm going to say that that's true. Thank you, Farrah Abraham. No, are you... You should be as not offended. That's not the word I want to use. But this should bother you in the same way it bothered us when Chris Jenner was a guest on our former morning show That's with true. Ian and Marjorie Punnett, yeah. and she did the entire interview on her treadmill on her damn elliptical her machine, elliptical, yeah. huffing and puffing <laughs> into the microphone. And Ian called her out and was like, are you exercising right now? And she was like, yeah. Like, no, no. Have some respect for the people you're talking to. You don't need to take them into the bathroom with you or like go before the interview. I just, I don't know. To me, it's just disrespectful. Yeah, or you at least just mute the phone. At a minimum. Yeah. Remember, well, yeah. I get this. I get real animated about this too. Like when you're in a public bathroom, when you're in a public bathroom, you're in a public bathroom in like a Target, and somebody's talking on the phone Ooh. in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, Mm-mm. I'm like, nope, nope, we're not doing that. This is like a sacred space. We don't bring our yeah conversations. Well, in I there. always think that it's appropriate then to respond. <laughs> really, you know, when they're like. <laughs> hey Beverly, what did you do last night? And oh, then you just, just like crack, you know, like uh, you know, I hung out at my friend's house. I have been known to just like start hitting that flush button oh, that o- when awesome. that happens, just over and over yeah. again, just to call them out. Like, except no, then you get, you know, then you get all wet down there. You're, all, but if you're all up in my private moment right now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Woe unto thee if you are at a Target bathroom with Colleen Lindstrom. I don't know. I'm old fashioned that way. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have literally talked about the bathroom, bathroom in thrice. every segment. Thrice today. <laughs> Going to go on a hand sanitizer journey with Bradley Trainer. Stay tuned for Bradley's no, hand seriously, sanitizer you journey. You really want to go on my hand sanitizer journey, and I promise there's no potty talk. All right. When we come back on my talk 1071. Thanks for that, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And um, Bradley, you promised you'd take us on a journey with you. Yes, I wanna I wanna go on a hand sanitizer journey. I've never done this with you. Um, let's, 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 uh, well, I was going to have some hand sanitizer music, but I don't have any. I don't so, even know what that I don't either, <laughs> but I want to take you on this journey. So if you guys, have you heard about this list of hand sanitizers that like are going to kill you or oh. potentially could dangerous, toxic oh, hand yeah. sanitizers? Yep. So I heard about this story actually when we were traveling in Florida because uh, my mother's husband brought up, he's like, oh, don't worry, these are the hand sanitizers that won't kill you. And I think he was being a little bit, uh, you know, flippant, but I was like, what does that mean? And sure enough, there were reports that there are hand sanitizers with chemicals in them that if ingested can be, you know, very dangerous. And Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to bore you with all of that story. I just kind of had that in my head. But we actually just dealt with this in the house over the last 24 hours. And it took me on this journey. And I feel like a lot of people are going to be on this journey. And I want to save you some time and effort. Oh, good. So my first piece of advice is if you have any questions about what, because here's what happened. I got a text or from Jamie that said the hand sanitizers we have are on that list. We need to get rid of them. 
So I was like, oh, God, okay. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. That's frustrating. Why did I just buy a gallon jug of hand sanitizer from a wholesale establishment, Mm -hmm. rhymes with Schmosco, Mm -hmm. like two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. that is on some... They were on sale. It was great. Yeah, right? On some FDA list of hand sanitizers that potentially are going to kill me. Like, that seems a little frustrating, right. right? So I was like, well, don't worry. Let me look into this and see what, what's going on. And then I was like, I looked at the, I took a picture of the bottle um, <clears throat> and I started Googling. And obviously, I'm taken to all these news reports. Like, FDA has this list and there is a list by the FDA. Let me save you some time. Go directly to the FDA. They have a list um, and their actual, uh, like, the actual. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline url if i can find this is very simply let me just go here um do to do fda.gov slash unsafe hand sanitizers so if if you go to that site you can then click on a link that has hand sanitizers consumers should not use and there's a spreadsheet and the spreadsheet will list out for you all of the different hand sanitizers that the FDA is recommending that you either, you know, dispose of, take back to the retailer, blah, blah, blah. Well, the hand sanitizer that I have, again, I bought from Schmosco, mm-hmm. was kind of on this list, but not really. Oh, I don't even know what that means. So How I, is something kind of on the list? So the name was on there, but then when you look at the... Um, the explanation, you know, it gives you the manufacturer, oh. the distributor, the date that it was added, the product name, the some kind of code number, and then the status of the product. The product that I bought from the Schmosco is made in the United States. Mm-hmm. The one that the FDA says that you should not use is labeled made in Mexico. Oh. And then I went on the Schmosco website to make sure... And sure enough, on their website, this product is not listed. But they do have another hand sanitizer that they had previously been selling, which they are not any longer, which is on a recall list. But start at the FDA website. Here's why. If you find like a like blankety-blank.com news website, they'll print the list of all the names of the products. But they won't give you anything but more. But they're not going to give you any other information. And so you might have a bottle that has the same name, but is not necessary to be recalled. That is a good hint. Right? So like Thank I... Thank you, Heloise. You're welcome. Because I was ready, and I, you know, frankly, I could still take this bottle back because, I mean, it's a little shady that... You know, one bottle says made in Mexico and the other is made in the USA. Why are you trying to confuse me? I don't know if it's the company. Who's the thing? But I kind of had a little more faith in Schmosco that they're not going to be selling things that are, right. you know, um, going to be that are recalled. that are already on an FDA list. Right. But anyway, 
regardless, go to that FDA list. And sure enough, um, it tells you exactly what the problem is. It tells you um, why this is an issue. And it just, because we're so awash, you know, like everybody's telling us things like, don't do this. My, my aunt just had this. Don't do that. Like, go to the place. Like, go to the source. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, news outlets can be very helpful sometimes, but also sometimes they can lead us to maybe be a little less than... Um, Thorough less than thorough or you know they just don't have all of the information Mm -hmm. right and then and then we don't want to do the extra work of finding the information that we need or it gives you information that you need but not all the information you need yeah exactly Um, i would also like to lobby while we're on the topic of hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. for a scratch and sniff situation when you purchase the hand sanitizer tell me more Well, I went to, I've actually twice in the last month, once, one was at a bank, one was in a portolette, as they say. Porta potty? Yeah. Where the hand sanitizer that they are utilizing. So, you know, what happened was we had a big shortage, like we had a shortage of toilet paper. Mm -hmm. We also had a shortage of hand sanitizer. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, you're scrambling to try to find it to keep spaces and surfaces safe. It's so true. And so what was happening was um, distilleries were moving their production of el- alcohol yeah. over to hand sanitizer, right? Because mm-hmm. there's alcohol in the hand sani. Yep. Well, um, I have now tried two different hand sanitizers in public spaces that clearly were made of tequila. Really? I have not had this experience. It is not a good experience. I advise highly against it. So why? Because it just smells like tequila? You will literally smell like you rolled out of a cantina and were overserved. And it'll be all over your hands. Yeah, that's not a good look. I got to be honest. Like I like like tequila from time to time. Uh, I like a good margarita, uh, you know, on a Friday. But I am not a fan of smelling like tequila as I walk through my life. Yeah. Well, I'm like, good morning, children. Yeah. Oh, Why does mommy <laughs> smell like she's we been hitting her, the bottle? We call her old tequila hands. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're all old tequila hands at this oh. point. So anyway, if you don't want to smell like, you know, tequila, I just want to... I don't mind. I'm happy. I think that there, again, we talk about innovating during this time of COVID or like finding other ways to use your gifts. I am thankful to the distilleries for turning over and uh, producing. It's interesting to me that it would still smell though, right? Because I would think that the alcohol level would be such that it would be high enough that it's just going to smell like alcohol. It just is. Oh my gosh. Look, if you start to Google tequila smelling, the first thing. Hand Sanny comes up is tequila smelling hand sanitizer mm. that off-putting smell thing. sometimes described as rotten garbage or tequila like is a natural byproduct of ethanol oh interesting oh so maybe it's not made out of tequila it just smells like tequila but it does say beware of those because they're not good or something. Yeah, the other thing is you have to um, know, and I didn't realize this before all this, but we've all learned these things together very quickly, is that hand sanitizer expires. I was like, who knew? Oh, yeah. Don't I, keep that stuff in your car either. I Because um, we had a bunch from, um, 
I don't know, like a couple years ago. And I was like, I'll just use that. And turns out, nope, you don't want to do that because it actually will sort of, the, the alcohol will evaporate or whatever it does when it goes bye-bye. And then it doesn't work. Um, I did want to just remind you this website, if you did not hear me say this earlier, fda.gov slash forward slash unsafe hand sanitizers. And then you can actually type in the name of your hand sanitizer. And if it's on that list, you'll see it. Don't trust other lists because those lists might not be updated. I would just also like to take this opportunity also to remind you that it's always better to wash your hands when you're able to do that. But hand sanitizer is a close second. Thank you. Wash your hands. Everybody come along. Wash your damn hands. Crack a window. Oh, air it out. air it out if it smells like booze that right. is for sure i'm not t- i'm not kidding you guys i tried that hand sanitizer that smelled like tequila at the bank and i literally drove home with my hands out the window <laughs> trying to air um, them because how were you driving home with well, your hands just out the one window hand. i was like because okay. I, I didn't want to go home to my kids and smell like yeah mommy stopped I, I off at the ground round for three a- sheets to the wind <laughs> no thank you um Oh, what else was I going to say? Oh, also, I am actually happy to to learn because I don't know how often you find yourself in a large retail establishment that a lot of that stuff is in stock now. Like, oh, totally. I mean, I was amazed my first because I've been doing a lot of like getting things that delivered to the house um, had been at least for the first couple months. But this last month or so, I've been taking more forays out into the wilderness and I am just amazed at the amount of it's like it's kind of like that will like walking through Willy Wonka where you're like fully stocked shelves. It's so exciting. I can get all the toilet paper I want. Although there are still some things that have limits on them. When we come, which is a good thing, right? Because we don't need to be hoarding. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. What kind of dust do you want? Food dust. The good kind. We'll talk about that after this. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, right here on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview. So, what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.